Ebony Miser was dead miserable to begin with, but the downturn in the Lacey Street studio financial situation had caused her to show her true colours. And despite the best efforts of Catherine, the manager, and her team, Albert, Beryl, and the lad, Bob... It's Robert. Sorry, Robert. To keep the venue afloat, she was determined to make this the last Christmas serving the community and instead to just serve her own pocket as her dear departed boss and mentor had taught her. The resident pigeons can only look on in despair. They have come to love the entertainment provided by the accidental comedy crew they keep their beady eyes on from the rafters. What will come of them, everyone? Ebony, it's perfection. This is just the sort of old pie we love to breathe new life into. Oh, I mean, it's seen better days, and it's clearly been lying empty for some time. Um, uh, we're still open, actually. Not now, Catherine. You've had your chance. Obviously, it's been loved, but I mean, that decor, those lights, the carpets. And that boiler, death trap. The carpet is new. Uh, excuse me, that boiler is a sensitive soul. It just needs some curving consideration. It's like one of the team. And just like the rest of the team, its time is up. You can't stand in the way of progress. Look, I've got some Fantasarino design mood boards in the 4x4. Let me grab them. And uh, let's coffee this one out in a Starbucks. On me. Just you, Catherine. I'll head there. Uh, I'll see you in five. Crimbo commiserations, guys. But hey, here's to 2021. Well, you could always work for us. Work for you. Let me add him. Leave it, Albert. Come on, let's grab a brew and let the others know. I want you all cleared out by the 25th. But, but, but. Problem? No problem. We can deliver. Come on, Catherine, love. I'll be back shortly. Keep your eye on Ms. Mog for me. Be a good little pussy, wussy. It won't be for long. I know you don't like it here. Meow. I know, dear. You are right. Excuse me. Can I speak to Ebony Miser, please? She's all yours. Miser? I'm in a rush, actually. In that case, let me get straight to the point. I'm from Crummy Comfort's charity for the needy in our community. I've done enough for this community, thanks. Goodbye. I've not come to collect, although this year we have seen a rise in... They should be grateful we still have prisons. And it's time for workhouses to return. That's a little extreme. But as I said, I haven't come to take. I've come to offer you something. I have a proposal. Let's walk and talk, then. I'm just about to sign a deal that will change my life for much the better. Well, that's that then. But that them say those toilets aren't the best in the Northwest. I'm gonna give them one last spruce up. Yeah, very good. Spruce up, I get it. Or is it pine? What do you want about? Like the Christmas tree spruce or pine or is it fair? Blimey. Good job you're not on University Challenge. Patchman would have to hurry you. It's going to be Universal Credit Challenge for us now. I'm sorry, team. I've let you down. You tried and I failed you. You will all get glowing references. Good job. It might be the only glow we get this Christmas. A Christmas quiz? 
That's a great idea. It's too late. He'll only be the pigeon taking part. And maybe Ms. Moggy here. <laughs> maybe not. Look at the outfit on it. Pampered puffball. I mean, a cat in a hood. Should be pushing boots this time of year. Boom, boom. Never mind the puss. I mean, for us, a festive night of fun. Why not? Mind you, those pigeons do look clever to me. One in particular. You're as daft as my brush. I'm going to miss you. Well, I'm glad that someone has finally realised my intellectual attributes. And what makes you think he meant you, Walter? The look he describes, the look in the eye. It's been said before, Lady P, my love. It has been said you look like you have something in your eye. That Miss Mog has got us in her eye. She's licking her lips. Never fear, my turtle dove. I'll protect you from the hooded claw. Keep the vampires from your door. I know I'm new here, but surely there's something we three can do to stop this weather spark div. What can we do? This one's worse than me. <laughs> You're three sheets to the wind, Mickey lad. Ah, Walter, perhaps you are a genius after all. How do you work that one out? Listen very carefully. I will say this only once. Mickey, Walter, you see that washing two streets away. Well, it's not a bad idea after all. One last bash. Oh, I'm all in favour of that bashing. Albert, you're first. Ah, you don't mean it. You're a softy underneath those talented marigolds. Ah, oh, go away. A talent show. Yes, I'll go first. Here's a little song I've written. He works fast, the lads. It's... We, we know. know. It's, it's Robert. Robert. Go on, son. Take the stage. Don't you dare. I've just mopped it. We don't need a stage, Robert. You're fine where you are. We're listening. Oh, I, I, I'm nervous now. The, here you go. It's called... Rise above. I, I hope you like it. <laughs> so do we. When you're lying in your bed Nightmares fill your head So you try your best to sleep But the fear runs far too deep We shall rise above We shall rise Above, we shall rise above it all. When the news is full of lies, the deluded think they are wise, and the people drink. But the deceit is wearing so thin We shall rise 
above we shall rise above we shall rise above it all when teardrops fill your eyes and those raindrops fill the skies and you're staring Cause you're feeling so alone We shall rise above We shall rise above We shall rise above it all So tell me sweet song of the birds see the moon the stars the sun and our precious little ones they shall rise above they shall rise above fill our world with love it all we shall rise above yes we'll rise above feel the power of love it all devastating news the boss goes home to find the night is full of unrest. It's Christmas Eve and as she tries to settle after a brain cranberry panini and too many gingerbread lattes, she dismisses the image of her old boss, the boss's boss, staring back at her on the footage from her ring doorbell as a tech glitch. But as she scrolls through she can't ignore that her old boss, who was worse than her and taught her all she knew, was trying to make contact. You're not real, just too much of a rich diet and the giddiness of making the big sale to weather sporks. You must believe me, you are in for a fall. Don't do it, there is still time. Nonsense, you have never said that to me when you were here. You encouraged me, made me work harder and focus on me and my triumphs. But now you're different. I want to see you Bad hummus! I'm on the verge of freedom and the chance to find a new place in the sun. Somewhere hot, just like you. The footage dissolved into a static haze and Ebony Maiza headed for bed, content and counting money, not sheep as she floated off into her slumbers. As the clock struck midnight, the first of the three spirits made their visitation. These spirits did somewhat bear a resemblance to the three well-known Lacey Street Pigeons and Mrs. Johnson's Sheets from nearby Catherine Street. Ooh. Ebony Miser. Ow! 
Whoever saw Sentry fire a chimney was a good idea. <laughs> Ebony, my What's that? Who's there? I am the spirit of Christmas present. I am here to show you the error of your way. Bad hummus. I'm not a fan of any hummus, to be fair, but... Listen to the Lacey Street Studio staff. Maybe this will change your mind. It's all smoke and mirrors. Where is he? I'm coming and just fixing his flaming wig. Well, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I need a drink. A large one. A very, very large one. Come here. You put it on back to front, you silly Sergeant Pepper sausage. You'd better get up there, Albert, and introduce him. This is your mess, and I'm playing no part in it. Right. Okay, Macca. Get ready. And Bob, go to the desk. Beryl, you go and lower the lights. Right down. And I mean, right down. I suppose I'd better introduce you. What are you doing down there? Praying. Was that supposed to make me feel sympathy for those pathetic creatures? Then you must be visited by the spirit of Christmas past. Maybe that will shake you from your stubbornness. Now, is there a window open? I can't face that chimney again. I'm never having Brie again. Ebony, my eyes, sir. I am the spirit of Christmas past. Look back and see why you must change your ways. Listen to this puzzle. There's plainly been a mix-up. I'm afraid we're having some Shakespeare tonight. We're doing Richard III. Oh, you just reminds me, I haven't unblocked that bog. No, this is the date you sent me through the post. I really don't think so, but I'll just check with the minion. Bob! Uh, yes? I distinctly remember giving you the simple task of sending out two confirmation letters the other week. One to the Shakespeare people, and the other to the wrestling troupe. Yeah, you did. And did I also not tell you that the wrestling was on the third Monday, that's the penultimate Monday of next month, and that Richard III would be on the second Friday of the previous month. In other words, today. In fact, Bob! Bob! Where's he gone? Oh, you scared him off. Scared him off? Scared him off? There'll be nothing left of him to scare off when I get my hands on him. Bob! Bob! They are fools, you are right. They do seem to muddle through, though. Why they are not sick of each other and are hugely lacking in ambition and aspiration, I just cannot fathom. Well, they have had you to look up to. Exactly. Oh, I see what you mean. No, I see that you are mean. 
Do I know you? You sound familiar. What? What is that accent? But I miss running out. I must be gone. Cool. I'll shut the window. I don't want another one of you getting in. But as soon as Ebony's head hits the pillow, she was awoken yet again by a third spirit. Cube, Ebony, Cube. Yes, I get it. I'm awful. You want me to change my mind about the Lacey Street studio? Blah, blah. I suppose you're going to show me the future. Well, it should happen, but we need to use old recordings. So it's going to be another old episode. But still, the point is, there has to be another way. Does the world really need another weather sparks? Q. Just listen to this lot. I don't know. No rest for the wicked. Never mind the toilet roll. Get the ladder. I can't climb ladders. I don't like heights. Oh, don't be daft. Get up the ladder and get clear of that pigeon poop. I hate ladders. I can't stand heights. Why should I have to do all the work? Hey, Meryl, you shouldn't be telling the lad to get up the ladder. That's my job. Hey, lad, get up that ladder. He's involved in a cleaning project. That makes me in charge. <laughs> and that's my ladder. And that puts me in charge. Get up there. Stop. Now get up there. Stop. Come down. Now stop. Now come down. I don't know what to do. Get up the ladder. And what's that in his hand? A cleaning rag. I rest my case. Yeah, I'm going to rest my backside. It's time for my break. Yeah, and I'm going to contact my supervisor. Help, don't leave me. Can't you think of another way? We don't fancy doing a radio sitcom about an uninspiring pub chain with cheap meals and short life beer. I have to say, I've seen another side to that lot. What did the bloke from the charity want? Couldn't he help? How do you know about that? We overheard. Cube. I mean, we spirits see and hear everything. Cube. Maybe. Could it work? My time is up. I hope yours isn't. Q. How did you get in? Cat flap. Q. Miss Mog. No! Catherine, Bob. Robert. Albert and Beryl were all sat inside the bar. Catherine had heard an announcement on the local radio, HCR telling the nation that there was an immediate national lockdown. Catherine thought they said, a national lock-in. Right, everyone, let's see how much food we have in the fridge. We could be here for months. I can't stay here for Christmas. My mum's got me a nut roast in especially. I didn't know you are a veggie, Bob. It's Robert. No, I'm not a veggie. I just like roasted nuts. Never mind the food, we've got plenty of out-of-date ale. Let's have our very last Christmas party at the Lacey Street studio. Oh, chuck us a can of Blue Stripe, Albert. I can't believe this is going to be our last Christmas together. It doesn't have to be our last Christmas, Beryl. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. You what? Are you going soft? I think it must be the blue stripe. They do say it gets stronger the more out of date it goes. 
Well, go easy. That was a welcome gift when I started five years ago. Do you think love is in the air? Shall I get the mistletoe? If that involves getting a ladder out, then no. Let Cupid do the work. Well, this is all lovely, but what are we going to do for Christmas dinner? Mine's home alone, ready to be cooked. I managed to get a three-bird roast this year. I had to queue outside Tazda for six hours. A three-bird what? Roast, Albert. A bird and a bird and a bird. Catherine still thinks it's some sort of status symbol. Sad, really. Beryl, normally I would not have you speaking to me like that. But as we're in a lock-in and it's Christmas Eve and we're all going to hell in the handcart, I'm going to forget I'm your boss. Only till Christmas Day anyway. When the Lacey Street studio gets sold to be a weather sparks. Can I have one of those blue strikes, Albert? Don't, Albert. He's too young to drink beer. Are they? Shh. Now, lad. Beryl is right. You are too young to drink beer. Wow, you've changed. You always let me have a shandy at Christmas. And anyway, I'm 66 this year. Ebony Meiser has kept me on as an apprentice to save money. Hey, what? what? Meow. It's Ebony's puffball. It's still here, Ms. Mog. Another mouth to feed. Albert, fix me a blue stripe. I want it in a glass with a cocktail umbrella. If I have to be with you all on Christmas Eve, I may as well join in and have a tipple. One more for Christmas dinner. Ah, it's quite cosy, isn't it? Never had a cat before. I've never had a three-bird roast before, and I'll not be having it this year. Get hundred through the crisp with a turkey and stuffing flavour. I think I might have an idea. There are always three pigeons hanging about on the roof. I could catch the pigeons. They're nice and fat. Yeah. I ate them blooming pigeons. Where are they? I'll come hunting with you, Albert. And now on HCR, we've got love songs going out across the water all the way to Witness and the Lacey Street Studio crew. Thinking of you. Look at the stars to see them shining This sudden fear's now become my own Standing next to you is so exciting This time of year's never felt so warm I've never felt this way before Being with you here against it all I know that it's gonna work Yeah, I know that it's meant to be So please, spend Christmas with me So please, spend Christmas with me Thank you. 
here against it all I know that it's gonna work, yeah I know that it's meant to be So please, spend Christmas with me So please, spend Christmas with me Let's flash to a year from now and I know how it's gonna be Never long for Christmas cause I know that you're here with me Never need anybody else now, never let the dream come true Cause I wanna spend Christmas with you I've never felt this way before Been with you here against it all I know that it's gonna work Yeah, I know that it's meant to be So please, spend Christmas with me 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 arriving on Christmas morning, the team start to chain themselves to the railings of the building. They have brought in their old friend and performer Paul Cart to lead the protest songs. What are you all doing here? Well, we were still here when the lock-in started, so we had to stay, and now I'll be flexing my contortionist expertise to chain myself to the railings and swallow the key. Lock-in. You mean the lockdown? You daft lot! That's in London, not here. And I'm not sure your contortionist past is quite the transferable skills I was referring to when I employed you. Well, the Lee Street Studio is the capital of our world, so don't think we're going to take it laying down. Well, I don't mind if we can stay on that carpet with the underfloor heating. You didn't have it on all night, did you? No, they didn't. Because no matter what the situation is, I can't stop being the manager. And besides, some of us had each other to keep warm. Albert had Beryl and I had your cat. Really? Romance, is it? And in the workplace? Don't you dare. We were locked in, turfed out and fed up. But these people made me feel I was loved and part of a family. And so what I realised is I've always had a soft spot for grumpy... Lazy, useless Albert. Oh, Beryl, you don't really mean it. Yes, you are grumpy, lazy and useless. But she loves you. Right, this calls for a song. Paul, take it away. What? What's he doing here? We let him in our bubble. He is here to sing protest songs to stop you from getting away with what you're up to with this place. Wait till their neighbours hear. Exactly, we will have the licence taken off us. Well, what does that matter? It's over anyway. Who said? I happen to have had an interesting evening, and after giving it some thought and a number of indigestion tablets, I have contacted Crummy Comfort's charity 
and they have agreed to share the building with us. We're not selling to other sports, we are starting over and I promise to get more involved and start to learn from you all. Meow. I see you have a fan in Ms. Mog. Well, she has excellent taste. Haven't you, Fluffy Muffy? This really does call for a song. Come on, Carty, let's hear it. I've been working on a new one. It's called Cowboy Christmas. Yeah! How does that fit with the situation? Uh, what situation? Just sing, Just sing will you? Yeah. Have a cowboy Christmas. Have a cowboy. You'll tie Have a cowboy Christmas Yeehaw This Christmas time I got tinsel on my head Got a ball ball on each boot Mistletoe in my holster so kiss me or I will shoot Have a cowboy Christmas Have a cowboy You'll die Have a cowboy Christmas Yeehaw! This Christmas time Won't a festive Sack this year, it'll only cost you ten quid. Guarantee to make your roses bloom. Thanks to my horse skin. Have a cowboy Christmas. Have a cowboy, you'll die. Have a cowboy Christmas Yeehaw! This Christmas time I know that Santa is a cowboy I've seen him wearing jeans Those men's pies, you'd rather be eating beans. Have a cowboy Christmas, have a cowboy, you'll tie. Have a cowboy Christmas, yeah, this Christmas time. Made a special wish this year, and I hope it sure comes true. The toy I've always dreamed of, a toy called Buckaroo. Have a cowboy Christmas, have a cowboy. Have a cowboy Christmas 
quite something and I've arranged a little entertainment from your friends Roger and Shazma. Surprise! Well the newly formed is two meters behind you 30 company. When I agreed to do this socially distant street panther idea I was imagining Oxford, Stratford or Market Drayton. Not witness Runcorn and St Helens. Oh, don't listen to him. He had a tear in his eye when he got the call from the bossy boots. Um, I mean, Ebony Darling. That was the hand sanitizer you got. It's stronger than that blue stripe Catherine has stashed away. Well, let the show begin and make way for crummy comforts. Who, for a huge, outrageous personal donation from me, have agreed to bring you all Christmas dinner. I knew you would still be here, you daft lot. Out of me. I've got a little something I need to start working on. Oh, I don't know what to say. Virtual hug? Oh, if we must. We will keep the hugs virtual after the pandemic passes. Apart from Albert and Beryl, and me and Ms Mog. After an exhausting night fake haunting of Ebony Miser, and wrestling with Mrs. Johnson's sheets, the pigeons look forward to feasting on the leftovers of the Christmas fair. That plan of mine worked a treat. <laughs> we will have many years up here in the rafters. Your idea? Lady P is the brains in this outfit. What outfit? The sheets were bad enough. I'm not dressing up. Ah, oh, boys, let's have some peace. We have worked hard and I need to rest before we tackle that turkey. I'm going fetchy. I got me eyes on the nut roast. You are a nut roast. Stop! Look! That mismog is approaching! Play dead! Never surrender. I'll fall off me perch. Down, down, you feather brains. I'm too full to fight. Don't talk to it. Don't look in its eyes. Always like this. Yeah. Sadly, yes, but he is a dear thing to me, and so is Mickey. Just save the Lacey Street Studio. We don't deserve to be eaten, not on Christmas Day. Yeah. I'm not here to eat you. I'm here to deliver a message from that lot down there. They have a history of issues with heights and ladders. Yeah. We know. Let me see it. Be my guest now. Dear Pigeons, Sorry we were planning to eat you. We didn't know what we were doing. The stress of it all, you see. Anyway, we know what you did with Mrs. Johnson's sheets. And we want to say thank you. What do you think of these? What is it? Walter, what is it, my love? My love? Do, do, do you mean it? Of course I do. Now tell us what it says. <coughs> uh, 
Here are the blueprints for a new pigeon coop in the Lacey Street Garden. Room for four with some overnight guests. Coming soon in 2021. Love, Albert and Co. Meowy Christmas. I'll chase you in the garden. I mean, see you in the garden. Meow. Well, it looks like we will be having a happy new year after all. I love an happy ending. Ending? This is just the beginning, Mickey. Son. And as the Lacey Street Studio team roll about in laughter and gravy, Ebony has one last gift. Right, Paul Cart, hand me that guitar whilst I sanitise it before singing you all the song. Oh, um, Ebony, you've done quite enough. Enough blue stripe, you mean? I still haven't had one. You don't need it. You're fun already, Robert. It's Bob! (laughs) 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 Oh, this one's for all of you lot here. And to my old boss, the boss's boss. Sorry to where she passed over. Thank (sighs) you, yeah. She's moved to Spain and now he's trapped there thanks to Brexit. It's history, can we write it? It's history, I can fight it. Use my iron fist so I can feel strong. So strong, not invincible, just unsinkable. Won't let what I did make me drown. Spread my wings and fly. I feel so alive, I had a voice, but I did no good Fed my ego the best way I could I was deprived and now I thrive My new beginnings like a phoenix I rose from the flames no longer Hang my head in shame I was deprived and now I thrive my new beginnings, oh, 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 I was deprived and now I thrive. My new beginnings, oh, 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 I was deprived and now I thrive. was no handouts, always money and the clout That's all in the past, I for a redraft We belong Belong, we lift each other up, we never give up Now is your time, it's been a long hard climb It's my calling card we won this fight. I had a voice, but I did no good. Fed my ego the best way I could. I was deprived, and now I thrive. My new beginnings, like a phoenix, I rose from the flames no longer. Hang my head in shame. I was deprived, and now I thrive. My new beginnings, oh. Oh, 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 I was deprived.
after now I thrive I knew the headaches Oh, 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 oh I was deprived and now I thrive I feel so alive Well, that was a lovely little number there. Really great to have you singing for us there, Ebony Maiza. I look forward to your next tracks. But right now, we better tell you who was appearing in not another version of the Christmas Carol, a Weeps and Strays episode. It was written by Louise McNulty and Gina Bennett. The narrator, Ms. Mark, was played by Georgina Whitehouse. The lad was played by Keith Fielding. Weather Sports Manager Darren Gibbons. Catherine was played by Jane Bennett, Evelyn Maiza by Meg DeMar, Albert was played by Josh McNaughton, and Crummy Comfort's charity worker was played by Rob Littler. Beryl was played by Colette Mara, Walter and Roger were played by Rich Bradshaw, Lady P and the boss's boss was played by Louise McNaughton, Nikki by James Swift, Shazma and Paul Cart by John Buster. The original songs were by the following Rise Above by Keith Healy, Christmas With Me by James Sweet, Cowboy Christmas by John Buster, and A New Miser by Meg DeMond.